Well, now Caroline Wright joins us to take a deep dive into what's happening to further develop the fintech sector here in Hong Kong and to discuss what the next big disruptor in the financial world might be. Uh, good morning, Caroline. Good morning, James. Yeah, I am joined by an expert in the area. He is Eddie Yao, the CEO of Arta Techfin. Morning, Eddie. Good morning, everyone. So let's stick, kick off with you telling us a little bit about Arta Techfin, because you say you're using technology to transform the traditional finance industry. So tell us about that, and in particular, what's happening around digital assets. Well, thank you. Um, Arta Techfin is a listed company in Hong Kong. We carry nine different financial licenses, um, and in addition to the doing it the traditional way, we actually use technology to transform them into so-called a new way. And that's what we call blockchain-based finance. So Hong Kong's government has been very, very keen to promote the fintech sector mm. and has been looking towards regulating the digital assets as well. So give me your thoughts on how important being located in, in Hong Kong is to you as a business. How, how much is it helping you achieve your goals for your company? Oh, I think now is the best time um, to be in Hong Kong. And as you can see, people are moving to Hong Kong. And um, interestingly, from even from Singapore, who have been more advanced, so-called, in digital asset developments, now is the best time. They have, the government has done the right thing. So what is it specifically that the government is doing that is helping? Mm. Well, policy for sure. Um, when you run business, you want clarity. You want to know what the governments allow you to do or not to do. And the law is very clear. You can basically operate a digital asset business here. And not only that, they help you to operate. So there are talents program, there are tax benefit, there are even funding in the futures. So, um, you know, that's why the world is moving here. So, yeah, you say they're talking about the, the, the benefits. They have been trying to persuade talent to come here. Mm. Have you been seeing that? Are, are people coming to Hong Kong specifically to work in the fintech sector? Well, uh, well, as a as a private business, we are fighting for talents. <laughs> you know, interestingly, talents are hard to come by. So, well, with that, actually, to all the young people um, who wants to go into finance or technology, this is the perfect time to go in. And people will be fighting for you if the right skills are. And to accept what they do, um, what the government has done, and also as a private sector, what we have done is to kind of shop around the world and ask for partnerships and. So even after Tuffin, for example, for us, we have built a few major partnerships uh, with global universities, uh, with some of the best fintech lab in the world to attract talents over here. So I, I did some research recently and some Hong Kong universities themselves are leading the way in teaching in blockchain. Mm. So what would you advise someone who wants to kind of take a career in the fintech sector looking at digital assets? What should they be studying? Mm. Well, um, I actually teach at some of the universities as well, so as my colleagues. And um, for those universities that we have joined programs, um, we actually tell the, I mean, the 20 years old or 25, these days you're still being college in 25 sometimes, um, that, you know, learn how to programs, learn how to code, and particularly learn about cryptography and blockchains. And these are the skills that, that when I was young, it would be Excel, PowerPoints and words, you know, instead of just a telephone call, you know. So um, learn how to code um, and learn how to also understand finance because it's important. Ultimately, it's a people business, it's a client business. So you're providing financial service if you're in fintech. Uh, you're not just providing technology service. So you have to understand the financial part as well as how to apply it with technologies. Now, this is something that someone very recently said to me. A mm. lot of students come out of university with either the fin or the tech, mm. but not the combo of the two. Yeah. 
Well, you need a job. That's that's why that's that's why you need a job. So go into a job um, while you're studying. Um, try to do something with your friends. Create small business here and there. Um, you always want to fail and fail fast and learn from failure, so called, which turns out to be probably the the best building blocks for you to become successful. Okay, so yeah. you you said already quite a bit about the the plans the government is working on to help develop the sector. Mm. Is there anything more you feel they could be doing to really promote the industry? Well, the rules has to evolve. Um, it's almost like when you build your house and you start adding more decorations, you start changing your furniture, and you start to you know put in your studio or your stereo when when is when you like it. I think the current form of regulations is good enough for an industry to grow. But um, for the industry to be globally competitive, there has to be a merge between the so-called virtual asset or digital asset rules with the traditional financial rules. And um, this is what I think the SFC and the Hong Kong MA has done well. And the industry also have to help, um, for example, promoting you know, digital currencies such as um, we got CBDC, uh, central bank digital currencies. So you don't just have a paper bill anymore. You have a electronic bill um, that is called EHKD, for example. So to promote these kind of um, initiative, the government and the sector, the private sectors, have to jointly promote uh, what we call a digital economy. So people really want to use it on, in, a, in their daily life. So um, I think that's where... The, the rules have to change, the rules have to merge, um, have to evolve to make it happen. There's quite a lot of uh, pressure on crypto at the moment, isn't it? We've been talking about regulation earlier mm. on the show today, uh, Eddie. I mean, do you feel that pressure that, uh, you know, the, the, these currencies need to be regulated because otherwise they're mm. going to be a lot of problems going forward? Well, we took the view that regulation is good. Um, and that's why, as a firm, we are heavily, or re- fully, almost fully regulated in Hong Kong. Um, from from asset management, brokerage, um, investment banking, insurance brokerage, even um, trustee license and money lending. So regulation is good because your customer will be protected. I think the spirit of regulation also is sometimes misunderstood because we want to make sure that money are transferred in a safe way. Um, when you receive money, you want to know who sent you the money. When you spend money, you want to know who you give it to. It's a very basic thing. Um, there's nothing wrong with regulation, but I think crypto industry has evolved, has been evolving as well. So, and, and just like what I just mentioned, in fact, um, even between the, the border base of digital currency, they're trying to merge with the traditional finance. For example, we are um, basically working on um, real estate tokenizations. For example, if you have a building um, that is lovely, where you want to pre-sell your, your income in the next three years, or you want to do some lending. Can you tokenize it? Of course you can tokenize it. In fact, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the capital market for the last 100 years, people have been securitizing it. They have been doing ABS, for example. So can we make it better? Yes, of course we can tokenize it. So this is a regulated product where you can apply blockchain and cryptography to tokenize it, to make it more efficient, to make it more fractionalized, easier to trade, more transparent. So if regulation is applying the right way, I think it will benefit. And, and again, um, I think the, generally people like to associate cryptos or cryptocurrency with digital asset. Uh, we have four types, actually. So apart from cryptocurrency, the, the other three are security tokens, which is, which is backed by something with real asset. Um, and earlier I mentioned um, central government currencies, CBDC. 
um, an NFT, for example, that will be the fourth type. So uh, I think cryptocurrency will come back. But in the meantime, we are working on others. Yeah, no, I can understand. There's been a lot of controversy around cryptocurrencies themselves over the yeah. last year. But the, these technologies are basically changing the traditional mm. financial products and allowing you to use them in a new format using mm. blockchain technology. What I'd like to hear from you, you're the expert in the field. What mm. do you think the next big disruptor in the financial industry will be in terms of a digital product? You know how this digital asset thing would change us? is it'll change our experience in life. You probably will wake up every day wanting to use it because it helps you to save time. It helps you to make your life easier. And specifically, um, interestingly, identifying yourself. That's what we call know your clients, KYC. When you go to any institutions, you got to identify yourself. And that's not an easy task. You know, got to show your ID, your address proof. And now that, guess what? Twitter will ask you to pay them $12 per month to identify themselves just on Twitter um, to give yourself what we call centralized ID, centralized identity. So Twitter will know who you are, but not Facebook, unfortunately. So you have to pay Facebook again, another $12. That's that's a lot. It should add up. So if you can bring in a technology that gives you a one-stop digital identity of yourself so that you can you know, go to any platforms and the platform can trust you, I think that's what blockchain and cryptography can make you make your life difference. Okay, so yeah. watch out for digital ID coming your way soon. Thank you so much for joining me today, Eddie. That's Eddie Yao, the CEO of Arta Tech Fin. And thank you, Caroline. Yeah.